0: Turn up the trance. You're about to enter Enter. Trance Sanctuary.
1: Promoting trance across the world.
0: Welcome to the Trance Sanctuary podcast.
1: The Trance Sanctuary podcast.
0: With Alan Bansman.
2: Episode 97 of the Trance Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome along to our final episode of 2021, which has us rounding off a year that saw us bring our parties back, uh, which kicked off uh, on our boat party in August, and then the huge carnage event at Fabric in November. Our New Year's Day party, January the 1st, will be kicking off a more hopeful 2022. And this podcast brings us two guest mixes from DJs that will be gracing the decks for us at Egg. We welcome a mix from Solar Stone in the second half. I also had a sit down with the man himself for a chat about the upcoming party, how 2021 has been for him, and how the website OnlyFans has been in touch with him. Stay tuned for that. Up first, though, these guys have had a brilliant 2021 fresh from gigs and Ministry of Sound alongside Marcus Schultz and Cosmic Gate, and with music signed to Armada, Cold Harbour and AVA. An even bigger year in 2020 awaits, and they return to Trance Sanctuary to bring their sounds to the up-front room. Please welcome GXD. This is the Trance Sanctuary Podcast
0: with Alan Ballas.
2: on the Trans Sanctuary Podcast, so you'll be able to catch in our upfront room on January the 1st at Egg. They will be joining Solar Stone and Jorn van Denhoven alongside Matt and Glide and James Cottle. Limited tickets are still available. All checks will be done going into the club. So fear not, all protocols for your safety will be implemented. So head to Skiddle uh, for available tickets. Uh, could make a nice Christmas present for your loved one we go back to the music though with gxd this
0: is the trance sanctuary podcast with alan banks
1: Three guest mix. Follow us on Instagram at GXD Music.
3: We hope you all enjoyed our guest mix. A huge thanks for having us on and we can't wait to party with you all on New Year's Day. See you all there.
2: that set of course they'll be there on January the 1st making up a stellar lineup in the up front room but don't forget as well we're also hosting a classics room with Solar Stone and Yawn featuring also a blast in the past Mr. Adam White dusting off his collection of classics and trance sanctuary favourites Ashley Waters Mark Landrigan and Paul Bryce all making an appearance get support in GXD also on their social pages and uh, you can get more details on their website at gxdmusic.com We move into the up-and-coming tune of the month and our after-party resident has put his magic touch over a classic from Dupe. The track Act of God came out on the label ID&T back in 2003, bringing the track bang up to date for 2021. Ed Lynham on remix duties for this, Dupe, Act of God.
0: Up coming, tune of the month.
2: and his remix of the classic from 2003, Dupe, Act of God, and that makes up our up-and-coming tune for this month. Still to come, a mix and an interview from Solar Stone. We have my top three tracks, and now it's The Artist Spotlight. The Artist Spotlight. He'll be playing in the classics room on January 1st and would seem fitting to drop this remix in uh, that he has done of a stone-cold classic trancer from the early noughties. Before Giuseppe was a global trance staple, he was making his name for himself in a group called New Energy who produced a series of trance tracks on Vandit Records that have inspired producers since. Dreamland still marks as their definitive track and Ashley Waters puts his harder spin to this. Our Artist Spotlight. The Artist Spotlight. dream man Ashley Waters on remix duties and our artist spotlight still to come a solar stone both a mix and an interview but first we take a look at my big three tracks
1: this is the trance sanctuary podcast
0: the trance sanctuary podcast alan banks's big three
1: Even when I'm lost at sea
2: Keep it in the tradition of always having a track in my top three. Uh, thanks for noticing that, Mark. No, I'm not being paid from his label. More music from his album released in 2021, this time with a remix uh, coming in from Marcos of the track featuring vocals from Lowe. Uh, it's new out to buy now. This is Activa featuring Lowe. Leave a light on. The Alan Marcos Banks remix. Big three. Number three. three, three.
1: Remember that I am always with you If I come home Don't leave me The three.
2: who incidentally will be playing our 11th birthday in March alongside John Askew, Dan Stone and Billy Gillies amongst others. Uh, This is the part where I say pre-sale tickets are available on Skiddle but you already knew that they were.
1: Turn up the trance.
0: This is the Trance Sanctuary Podcast.
1: Number two.
2: To my number two track and a team up with Trance Sanctuary favourite James Diamond and Sam Laxton who has been making some amazing trance of late uh, check out his new one on Future Sound of Egypt this though released on Subculture is called Future World in at two Alan is Big Three Sam Laxton teaming up for their track Future World and we move nicely into my number one track. After a bit of a break, the producer behind Mac and Mundy has resurfaced after five years in hiding. Activa dropped this well over a year ago and it had the forums abuzz for that missing sound that they used to put out. After loads of guessing and hoping and wondering if it was ever to see the light of day, your calls have been answered. Released on Deep in Thought and bundled with a UDM remix, this is the original mix of silhouette of a girl by Mac and my number 1 tune for this month
1: number 1
2: Of a girl by Mac and Monday, my number one tune for this month. Fingers crossed, this is the start of more music to come. But up now, we've kept you waiting long enough. It's a special, exclusive mix for us. But up first, I sat down with the man himself, Solar Stone, for a quick chat.
0: is the Trance Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks.
2: Head of pure trance and a legend of the scene, we welcome to the Trance Sanctuary Podcast, Stone. Thank you very much. You're going to be visiting us on New Year's Day at Trance Sanctuary, not one set, but two sets.
3: Yeah, I know. I mean, that is, that's really unusual for me. I mean, I don't, as a rule, I don't do classics events. Mm-hmm. Um, I get asked to play them a lot. but. In my experience, I made a decision years and years ago, many years ago, before I even started doing the whole pure trance thing. The only thing I was being offered were classics events, and I, mm-hmm. me and Paula made a decision that we weren't going to do them because if you if you regularly play classics events, you kind of get you kind of get um, tagged as a like a an artist from the past rather than one that's yep. current, you know. So we made a conscious yep. decision never to do them. Um, but for this one, I'm kind of thinking about it as like a retro set. You know, it's kind of like uh, down the rabbit hole tracks, mm. sort of pre, pre-1999 pre stuff,
2: you know? Oh, yeah. Right, so it's really old stuff, though.
3: Real sort of pr- proto-trance, the kind of tracks when you hear and you go, oh, my God, you know, that, I remember that. That was, you know, that's where the whole scene comes from kind of thing. It's going to be a real kind of trip down memory lane for people and an education for a lot of people as well so I'm kind of referring to it as a retro set Um, the only other event anything like this I've done in the last 10 years was the one with Dave Pierce up in Newcastle uh, a couple of months ago um, which was really really good um,
2: for sure and I uh, will you be going into any like space kitten content and <laughs> uh, revisiting I, some of the early real uh, early stuff uh, the
3: space kittens oh my god uh, I don't know <laughs> I, I don't know how good that any of that stuff sounds now I mean maybe the maybe the new kicks really remix mm. by uh, what was it Johan new kicks that was a good one I remember um, Danny Rampling played that five weeks in a row on his show on Radio 1, many years ago, so... Maybe, but it's more, it's more a lot of, the du- lot of the Dutch stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to give too much away, but... I mean, to be honest with you, I do play a bit of that stuff in my sets now, you know, when I'm gonna... If I want to drop in a classic... I tend to go for the really early stuff rather than the obvious stuff that everybody else kind of plays. You know, for me, a classic is something from '92 or '93 or '94. You know, I tend to steer clear of the '1998 onwards stuff because everyone's always playing those tracks, yeah. and I don't think they're that interesting. You know,
2: uh, for this new remix you did of uh, "Sunscreen," what, what room are you going to play that in? Is that going <laughs> to be in the classic room, or are you going to? Is that going to be more in the up front?
3: Well, that's a new mix of a. That's a new mix, isn't it, of, a, of, a, of a, one of my favourite tracks so uh, I think I'll probably play that in the, in the up-front room. I don't know, though. I might play the original version in the, uh, in the other room.
2: Looking forward to seeing it. I mean, 2021's been a good year for you. I mean, you've celebrated quite a lot. Uh, obviously, yeah, the Pure Trance uh, Volume 9 came out. How's that been received by uh, everyone?
3: I don't think 2021's been a good year for anyone, actually. <laughs> That's uh, <it>.
2: uh, from <laughs> <laughs> Musically, the, the, the things that you've achieved, like with the Pure Trance Radio, Pure as I say, Volume 9, uh, Electronic uh, Architecture yeah. came out is uh, you've been busy Yeah, keeping okay. yourself busy
3: yeah fair enough Yeah, it, I mean yeah it, <laughs> musically it's been good I mean you know DJ wise and obviously and, and everyone's been suffering from the same crap but yeah. yeah it was good I mean Electronic Architecture 4 that was a, a really big one because no mm. one was expecting that especially me you know mm. um, and then Pure Trance 9 has been really well received So Sofa- right. Stoneface and Terminal they uh, they did such a good job I mean I've been I've been playing so many tracks on their disc in in America, you know, such great club records.
2: Yeah, and they had that big one on Future Sound of Egypt this year, which kind of got everyone's attention, didn't they? Um, Moons, which yeah. was that was that one of the re- was that one of those reasons that you picked them, or was it just once uh, you've been you know, a fan of them for years, and you were waiting for that right moment?
3: Yeah, it's a funny one. Um, the name came about. We were just talking amongst ourselves, and we had made a bit of a list of names. You know, mm. we were like, oh, I don't know about him, I don't know about her, I don't know about this group, and then Paula just said. Uh, what about Stoneface and Terminal? And I was like, "Why had we never thought of them before? I mean, they've been—they've got a great pedigree. They're great producers. They're lovely guys. Met them loads yeah. of times. They're great DJs. Why have we never asked them before? We thought it'd be really interesting. And it was only then, after I'd asked them to do it, and they started working on it, they seemed to—I don't know what happened—but they seemed to. Hit this like this home run, you know, of one release after another. And then there was the Moonscape one on Future Sound of Egypt. And, um, you know, they just really seemed to be on fire. And I think the timing of it was, was kind of serendipitous, you know?
2: Mm. You've also done, obviously, the Pure Trans Radio's gone on, and was it 300 episodes this year?
3: Uh, yeah. It
2: must have been. Yeah. Wasn't it? And then, so that's a, a big milestone. But also you started the, the morning show, which, what was the thinking behind that? Was that just to, something to keep you from going mad to try and get music out there because of uh, lockdown and the whole COVID scenario?
3: That's exactly
2: what it was. It was just,
3: yeah. it was just a reason for me to get up in the morning, uh, a way to keep connecting with the audience, a reason to keep listening to new music. And mm-hmm. that was it. It was a, <clears throat> it was actually um, a suggestion by... By Ruben Durand from Armada. Um, we were over there at a state of trance. We, I was doing a guest mix or something. And I'd said that I was thinking about doing some kind of thing, but the market seemed to be pretty saturated. And he said, Why don't you do one in the morning? Mm-hmm. And I just thought, Oh my God, what a great idea. You know, I mean, obviously the listenership's not going to be as high, but. Um,
2: it depends on what time it is around the world. That's the beauty of it, I guess, isn't it? If you're aiming for a UK market, then you're still going to get the the listeners and the viewers, but morning's always somewhere, I guess, around the world.
3: Yeah, we've got this lovely community of people from all around the world um, who who tune in every day. Admittedly, it's been nearly five weeks since I did it because I couldn't do it on tour. Mm. Um, But as soon as the new studio's finished... As soon as I've got the lights up, then I'm going to jump back on it because I've really enjoyed doing it and as I said, mm. it's, it's a good thing to do. I get up in the morning, I have a cup of coffee, I do the show, then I take my son to school and then I've got the rest of the day to uh, to make music, you know.
2: Mm. And do you think you'll continue it once once everything gets back to the proverbial normal kind of, and or will you phase it out?
3: I don't know. I, I, there's, no, there's not really a reason to stop doing it. Mm. Um as long as people are still tuning in and I'm enjoying doing it um... You know, it's a bit more difficult to do it as often because, you know, if, you, if I'm if I'm away at the weekend, I might have to leave on a, a Friday morning and I might not get back till a Monday afternoon. So I might not be able to do as many shows. But mm. there's no reason to stop. I mean, look, I'm I'm building the new studio at the moment, and the the, the streaming section is quite important in there. You know, it's mm. I've been working on it. I've got some nice new lights and stuff. So no, I think I'll just carry on. I mean, why not? It's fun.
2: Uh, so we go into the production and obviously you've been busy in 2021 with federation they're back yeah so you've had your finger in with that i'm assuming like that well the tracks venus and just like you are amazing absolutely love it i'm it, i get the feeling there's an album coming with them
3: there is an album is finished yeah it's a really great it's a really really great album um the the artwork's beautiful Uh, Really excited for people to hear it. We just need to finish packaging it up and decide on a release date. Mm. I really want to take it on the road. You know, we we want to play... I mean, the whole point of Federation is it's a live band. We just want to... We want to do festivals and maybe go to South America. We just really want to... Merely make an impact. It's so punchy, you know. The new stuff is really yeah. punchy, really stripped down. Dave's guitars are are really addictive, and Ben has got such a great voice, and he's such a great frontman. You know, it's yeah.
2: He's got the character and the look, hasn't he? Definitely, it's, he is.
3: Work. He is. He's gorgeous, you know, and he should be. Uh, he's like the new David Bowie or something. I think.
2: Uh, so coming back to Trans Sanctuary. Um you're yeah. doing obviously the rabbit hole set and the upfront set. Yeah. How do you know we plan those kind of sets? Like like USB sticks. How how is it in your head? Do you do you are you one of those guys who will sit down behind say record box or whoever and just plan the set because no. you know what tracks will work or is it everything gets thrown on the USB stick and you go with your gut?
3: I yeah, that's me. I mean I have my entire library is on I get three USB sticks just in case some, one of them breaks. Mm-hmm. And I've got all my music Divided into lots of playlists on my on my record box, you know solar stone tracks vocal trance uh I t- try to divide things up into into numbers so I've always done this so when i when I do the radio show or when I dj in the club for me there's like there's like seven different levels of music going from one which is the ambient stuff and going mm. to seven which is just the ridiculous stuff the ridiculous acid stuff and mm. i've always i've always divided stuff into those seven seven sort of sub sections so I know quite how hard tracks are because it's really annoying mm-hmm. when you when you drop a track and you think it's something and then it's, it's something else and it kind of ruins the flow because it's got a really thick bass or something so I have lots of playlists mm-hmm. um, I have one little folder which is called definitely play these which will just be like three tracks that I really want to play like for example it might be the the sunscreen remix and Mm -hmm. a track that I'm working on and I want to try out uh, or maybe something brilliant that somebody sent me and I just want to see how it works in the club and that's it Mm -hmm. and and then I just go on I evaluate the room I think about what the guy before me did and what people are expecting and then just make it up as I go along
2: because you do a lot of kind of like creative tricks, don't you, when you're playing out, you're, you're looping. I've, I mean, I've seen you loop stuff and mm. bass lines and changing stuff. Are you still actively doing that? or? Yeah, I love that. You still that. I enjoy all that?
3: I love it. That's what I love. I mean, when I started DJing, I really didn't enjoy it because it was back in the vinyl days, and I really hated that. You know, mm. you couldn't loop or do anything. It was just, you literally played records end to end, and it was. I found it very boring. And then when the CDJs came about, that was a game-changer for me because I loved I love being creative and having full decks, you know, and I've got loads of loops and acapellas and all kinds of stuff, and I just like to have fun. Yeah, and just you know, throw together these live mashups and see if they work. I mean, sometimes they don't, and it's quite hilarious, you know, when you you play an a cappella over top (laughs) of it. Then then there's a chord change in the track you're playing, and it really doesn't work. And I always kind of like I do a quick spin back and apologise.
2: Yeah, yeah, hands up, sorry guys. (laughs) Yeah,
3: you got to try it. And then other times you do something incredible, and you're like, oh my god, I didn't think that that was going to work,
2: you know. And then yeah, yeah. So it's those ones in the heat of the moment which you'd never have thought of, and. they yeah. hit at the right time, yeah. yeah, special moments for a lot of people. Yeah,
3: you know, and if somebody really wants me to play, like, a classic or something, I might have the acapella, or I might have... I might just get the breakdown of that classic, you know, with the riff in, and then play it over another record, or play a breakbeat and bring it in over the top, and then I just mm. like having fun. I like experimenting, and to be honest with you, I know there are DJs who, they decide what they're going to play, and then they just play that, and I kind of get why they do it, but for mm. me, it's... It's a, it's a, you know, it's a give and take between you and the crowd, and if you decide what you're going to play before you play, and then people are you know, people aren't really into it, then what do you do then, you know? Mm.
2: So what do you think is missing, actually, in the trance scene right now, if anything? Mm.
3: I don't know if there's anything missing from the scene. People always ask, you know, what do you think, how could we make it better? The only thing that makes it better is people just supporting artists, you know? Buy merch, buy CDs, go to record shop, buy an NFT, pay for a download, come to a gig.
2: Do some TikTok videos with trance in the background. Hopefully yeah, they go viral. Yeah, it seems the the old um, viral sensations uh, a track can break out again through uh, social media, which is uh, a sad indicament of modern music, unfortunately.
3: Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I'm not a huge fan of social media. That's why I love the whole NFT digital collectible thing. I'm more I'm more about making things scarce. You know, mm-hmm. re- bringing back a sense of scarcity, or not a sense of scarcity, but the fact of, of scarcity to music. Release, yeah. releasing a new single and only like, minting 500 digital copies. That kind of thing.
2: So explain a little bit about what you're doing with that because you, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, it's... it's um...
3: Um, back in the day when you used to collect football cards or Pokemon cards or Moshi Monster cards or whatever one of the things about these cards is the reason why some of them why they were valuable is because they were scarce and some of them were scarcer than others and they had serial numbers and stuff like that and I really like the idea of my album my new album for example there only being like 500 copies of it 500 digital copies of it available and everyone who owns one they kind it's got a serial number and they're 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 shown as the owner of it on the blockchain. It's kind of like... Hmm. it's kind of like collecting vinyl back yeah, in the day. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a big fan of music being so readily available that it has no value. For example, on Spotify or anywhere like that where your track is this limit, limitless number of copies and yeah. people don't feel that it has any value. I like the idea of doing something like my track Ganzfeld on Record Shop, where mm-hmm. there were only, I think there were 400 copies minted and you had to buy it from Record Shop. And okay. It's the only place you can actually own a copy of that track. You might hear it in a mix, but if you want to actually own the track, you can only get it from there.
2: And, it, and, so, and so how does that work with digital files? So people can't share it because there's going to be some sort of protection about about it. It's, there?
3: it's not really like that. It's not really no? like that. If you, you can, you, if you pay... Say if you pay like eight quid for a one of 500 copies of a track, you're mm-hmm. not going to share that online. And even if you do, other people... They can download it and listen to it, but they're not the owner of it. the way I think about it is this right when I was in school there were people who bought records and there were people who would ask you to borrow them and they'd tape them off you they never had any intention of buying a record it's kind of the same with music now some people will only listen to podcasts and they'll only have a free account on Spotify you know mm-hmm. that listen on YouTube and those people are like passive supporters like they they claim to be your fans and they claim to be supporting you but they're actually not they're not contributing yeah. anything to your yeah. to, to to your career or your success or even you being able to pay your bills i mean if somebody says to me i listen to all your music on spotify i'm your fan to me they're not really because you know they're listening for free they're consuming it passively but they're not contributing to me being able to make my music you know
2: you know, for sure. The yeah, comp- I mean, it, that's like all the best of the Patreon and uh, the my, which don't want to go Only Fans, but it's that kind of similar thing where <laughs> <Only> <laughs> where fun. you're offering. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's maybe many, a few fans that might want to see you in uh, in those kind of pictures. <laughs> but uh, they,
3: they, you know, they actually they actually reached out to me um, of last week asking me if I wanted to open an account on Only Fans, and I was thinking uh-huh. like, no one wants to see an aging man get his cock out on the internet, right?
2: <laughs> no, well, I'm sure there's a market. It's, it's probably a deep, deep underground market. But I have seen uh, musical artists on on Patreon and setting up uh, certain kind of like cost levels where they can have access to, as you say, I guess with you know access to you know tracks and music which is unavailable elsewhere, and you know access to maybe cheap tickets and maybe that's a, another avenue that some artists don't also. It is a good thing. Into,
3: Patreon yeah. is good. Bandcamp is also good, but. For me, Record Shop is the future. For me, this is the future of like having limited edition digital mm-hmm. collectibles. You know, they say that any artist, if you've got 5,000 fans around the world who really support you and buy everything you do, that's all you need,
2: you know? Mm-hmm. Looking towards, I guess, uh, New Year's Day, you played Trans Sanctuary before, 2014, I believe it was? Yeah,
3: seven years ago.
2: Uh, can you remember anything of it or yeah I remember it really well I remember the gig it was brilliant
3: uh, mm. I remember there was a lot of smoke and there were really good lasers and it was absolutely heaving packed and uh, one of my oldest friends in the world came to the gig as well uh, wow. and it's been a while since I played in London because well I was playing exclusively at Ministry of Sound for quite a few years because mm-hmm. they had the Dolby Atmos system in there and I was mm-hmm. I got behind that and I was trying to promote that but they've ripped that out now and so that's you know, that's over. So um, I'm free to play wherever I want
2: and i'm sure there'll be thousands of people thousands who are excited to see you uh solar stone it's been great to have you on the podcast uh what can we expect from the mix that you're going to supply to us
3: um it's well there's a few tracks on pure trance 9 on there there's a couple of new tracks on there and a couple well, it's basically like my sets it's like some tracks that people know some new stuff that i've just released and a couple of old tracks that people will really be pleased to
2: hear brilliant we're looking forward to seeing you on New Year's Day thank you for your time today
3: I can't wait man it's really I'm really looking forward to that gig
2: I think all the Trans Sanctuary crowd are looking forward to it as well I'll be there so let's grab a beer and bring in the New Year properly yeah let's do it let's do it nice one thanks man
3: okay thank you see you then
2: Massive thanks to Solarstone for taking our time for that chat. Watch this space for a Solarstone-only fan page coming very soon. (laughs) Up now, though, here he is with his exclusive mix just for you guys. Enjoy.
0: You're listening to Trance Sanctuary. The Trance Sanctuary
1: Guest Mix.
0: The Trans Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks. You're listening to Trance Sanctuary, the Trance
1: Sanctuary guest mix.
2: Solo Stone here on the trance sanctuary podcast first of january you can hear him uh, not do just one set but two sets both an upfront one and also a classics one that we've named down the rabbit hole something he very rarely does so get your tickets getting quick they are still available through Skiddle.com. that is the only place to buy them but we go back to the music
0: Sanctuary.
1: The Trance Sanctuary Guest Mix.
2: Thank you to Solar Stone for providing the guest mix there, and also to GXd earlier on. And always a pleasure to chat to Rich. Uh, catch up with him on the first of January. You know the lineup by now. Tickets are on sale, and as I mentioned earlier, all measures are being taken to make the event as safe as possible. So be confident with it, and you plus you don't want to miss it. If you're down there on the 1st as well, why not come and say hello? And also from myself and the whole of the Trance Sanctuary team, we'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a great New Year and a massive thank you uh, for all the support that you've given us uh, over the years. Uh, To all the downloads, to all the listens, to the streams, to the shares, to the pictures, to the messages and to the dance floor shakers. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we'll see you in 2022.
1: Keep up to date with all our events at transsanctuary.com
0: Like us at facebook.com slash transsanctuary Follow us at twitter.com slash transsanctuary